I'm sure you've saved the best for last, Sean. <laughs> I'm excited for it. But yeah, we're just really excited to hear what you have to say. And you're looking uh, very tied up and, and looks good, Sean. I'm really loving the, the long pants and, and the shoes. You've done really well. All right, I'll leave you to it. If you'd only seen me when I got here today, I was in my normal clothes. And then I saw how all of these guys dressed up and I said, Caro, can you find my clothes? It actually took quite some time to find the pants. Uh, I'm not sure whether we already packed them for Victoria, but I'm guessing this is probably more what I'm going to have to wear in Victoria. That's, that is not going to be kind to me. Well, thank you for your patience this morning. I know that um, it's the end of the school term, and I've been watching poor old uh, Richo when he arrived yesterday from... Uh, there's been a whole crew of our kids playing basketball down on the Gold Coast. And uh, I'm amazed you even made it here, Richo, because you were knackered yesterday. He was so tired. Him and Sarah, they were just, they'd passed out pretty much. But uh, thank you. Thank you for your being patient. Um, thank you for coming today. And I know the Tamses, I remember coming up to Queensland and Carmel at the time was teaching here at the school with you guys. And uh, so... Um, our prayers and thoughts of you guys in Kurumbong. We are, I'm sure the community is sad, but I know for some of us who've got kids still down at Avondale, we're sort of happy they've got a second home. Uh, they can be at Avondale, but if they need that place to hide, they come visit you guys. And uh, that, that is something that's pretty cool. When, they were, uh, when the team, and I just want to say a huge thank you. I know Bonnie's not here, but I know that she had a team with Jared and Amy and a whole heap of people who decorated and put this together for us today. This doesn't just happen by someone spending five minutes. Uh, this happens with a lot of work, a lot of vision. And um, I, I'll see Amanda at lunchtime to thank her. But for the rest of you guys who did it, thank you so much. The heart of Christmas. You really can't go past the fact when we look at the heart of Christmas, the way that they unpackaged the box just summed up exactly... Um, what the message of Christmas is about. As a Christian, it's, it's certainly so much more than Santa Claus and even Christmas trees and lights. It is based 100% in the gift of our Son, of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Emmanuel, God with us. I want to pray with you. I, I have like a 12-minute sermon, so, um, but I, I, just want to, I just want to zone in on what Jesus is. Let me pray. Lord God in heaven, we thank you uh, for sending your son, Jesus, to this earth for so many reasons. And I just pray that you be with us now. You just help me to share the words that are a bit muddled up in my head. Make it clear. Um, about how significant your son Jesus coming to this earth was. Amen. Well, it was a Friday morning, and at the time I was youth directing here in Queensland, and I had this old brown Land Cruiser that the conference owned. And it, it was loaded in the back with soft drinks and uh, poppers and things because we, we had summer camp coming up. And... And I was trying to help out because Jai was going to be born within the next day or two. And having been a first-time dad, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. Maybe still today, I didn't have, don't have too much idea of it. 
and Carmel was in the car and very pregnant. And, uh, and as I was driving out there, a bee flew into the car. Now, I'm not allergic to bees, but Carmel is. And when someone's nearly about to drop and a bee's in the car buzzing around, uh, I turned that old Land Cruiser off the road as quickly as I could, heading from Fernvale to Somerset. And I still, as I drive past that spot in the road, I still think of how precarious it was the way that I got off the road. I thought that I was taking my time and making sure that it was a safe exit. But what I didn't realise is there was a pothole about this deep and about this long uh, on the edge of the road. And as I was slowing down in this old 80 series Land Cruiser, actually it was a 60 series Land Cruiser, and as I was slowing down and, and going through the gears, I've hit this pothole. And the entire car felt like it jumped about six feet in the air. And it wasn't a soft landing, it was just crunch. And I was thinking to myself, mercy. Like, I have to use that word at least once in today's sermon. Mercy, it's a good word. And I thought to myself, what have I done? And uh, the bee, I think it just died of natural causes. It's amazing we didn't. And uh, I pulled over and, she, and Carmel said, I'm good. <laughs> I think that was her way of saying, just drive. We're so far from any near hospital. Like, just keep going. And that night, she went into labour. And I went into the hospital and I hadn't slept. It'd been a big week trying to get everything ready. And in the morning, uh, the lady at the hospital said, it was at Everton Park at the, at the hospital there, and she said, could you move your car? <laughs> it's almost daytime, and the sun's coming up. Could you move the car? And having had such a big day, and Friday just, uh, Thursday and Friday just linked into one, um, I parked the car, and I was in an old VL Commodore, and... As I parked the car, it was like God was speaking to the side of my face as the sun was rising. And the next thing I knew is I woke up and I had no idea how long I'd been asleep. Um, because when a child is to be born, they just come at their own particular time. There's no real, there's no real uh, rhyme or reason and I'm fast asleep in the car, in the car park. And I woke up and it felt like uh, God's angels were like shaking me. And I got out of the car, I don't even know if I locked it, and I ran back into the hospital. And as I ran into the hospital, I didn't know if I'd been asleep 10 minutes, if I'd been asleep two hours or three hours or four. Had absolutely no idea. My heart was racing, not because of running into the hospital, but because of, like, did I miss it? Like, did I, did I miss it? I'll never live this one down. And uh, ran into the hospital, and the, and the nurse, the delivery nurse, she said, did you have a nice sleep? It was like we guys, that's what we do. We park the car and go to sleep, because she didn't have another excuse to me. And I said, uh, is it that obvious? And she said, it happens all the time. <laughs> so there's other blokes out there just as bad as me. I came in, the nurses, they clean them and do all that sort of stuff. And then the nurse handed me Jai. 
Now, as a dad, as a parent, to actually experience that, it's, it's extraordinary. Um, it's, it's amazing. And as I held him, straight away, um, I felt a bond towards him. When Jesus was born, his mum and dad knew that he was special. Uh, it was completely different to how most children are conceived in this world. The God in heaven miraculously put this child inside of Mary. And Mary, she actually bonded with that child for the nine months, knowing that there was something extraordinary, there was something special, there was something dynamite about the child that was growing within her. For Joseph, on that morning when the child was delivered, and it wasn't at a nice hospital like Evelyn Park, it was a hotel, <laughs> and, and he must have held that child and looked into that child's face and known and, and figured out within himself, he was holding the Son of God. He had a special role to play as a man to raise this child. But this was not his son. This was God's son, the son of the living God. So when we think about Christmas, when we think about the birth of Jesus, it is so much more than even the birth of our own children. A celebration. The Son of God came in the form of a human being, a baby, was born in a stable and would become the saviour of the world. Many people talk to me about their first response when they see Jesus. You know, for some it's like, I, I, my eyes will want to look at him, but I want to look at the scars of when he died on the cross. I want to look into his eyes and get to know who this son of God is. But friends, Joseph will be able to tell us the incredible power of who that small child was that he held. It is at Christmas that we actually learn that our saviour Jesus came into this earth just like you and I. Our saviour Jesus grew as a young toddler into a little boy, into a teenager, into a man who had a trade. His mum Mary knew that he was special because a mum and a son's bond can't be measured. And I love the fact that Jesus' first ever miracle on this earth was a miracle that he wasn't actually, wasn't in his schedule. It wasn't actually in the plan for Jesus. But his mum Mary at a wedding banquet said to the host, ask this man, my son, tell him what you need and he will provide for your needs. Jesus could have said, mum, my time has not yet come. But he respected the lady who had actually carried him for nine months. 
He respected the lady that had changed his diapers, the lady that had taught him about scripture, the lady that gave him those special hugs. And it was at that point that Jesus' love for his mum is on display. He didn't have to perform that miracle. He did it because of his love for his mum. And when they come, Jesus says, see those big jars, fill them with water. They do. Jesus prays over that water and turns it into wine. The drink was so special that the wedding host went, normally this stuff is served first, but you serve it last. Why did Jesus do that? Because he loved his mum. Today, I want to reflect with you that we serve a saviour who was born, you and I. And we serve a saviour that wants to be 100% in our hearts. This saviour that we have as Christians is special, it's personal, and he's got time to fill in the gaps for each one of us. And you know what that gap is in your life. Whether it's those addictions or perhaps it's lack of time. And Jesus wants to fill those gaps. The one thing that I learned as a parent early on, and no one gives you a book, <laughs> is that if you want a relationship with your kids, you've got to spend time with them. Mary and Joseph spent time with Jesus. The challenge for each one of us at this Christmas that's coming soon is to find out what the heart of Jesus is for you. It can be wrapped in peace. It can be wrapped in joy. But until you actually allow Jesus into your heart, you truly won't understand the true heart of Christmas. My gift to you is that I want to encourage each one of us to allow Jesus to come into our hearts. Allow all those cool things like joy and love and peace to be wrapped around who you are. It's out of that that we can become someone extraordinary in our community, a follower of Jesus. I'm going to invite our band to come and to our last song. I just want to just say a huge big thank you. Lovely gift, uh, Neil and Sharon. Cara and I have really, really appreciated pastoring and working at Refresh and at the North Pine community. And uh, if you ever come to Victoria, we're always happy to lend you a blanket or a jumper because I am certain over the next uh, six months, Cara and I will be purchasing quite a lot of them. But uh, thank you so much for allowing us to pastor with you. We've really enjoyed it. God bless you.